Section 5 of Towards Democracy by Edward Carpenter. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. 32. I charge you, O traveler, that you disbelieve not. A voice comes in the cool of the evening. I charge you that in the secret, unspoken word, you disbelieve not, sacred and the first almighty thing moving among cities and over the open sea advancing to deliverance in us night and day youth and old age willing and unwilling advancing to deliverance in us dumb and of no account her beauty now and then only or at night when no one is near before the glass disrobing trembling lonely unresponded yet mightier than all the array and splendor of the earth i charge you that you do not disbelieve outwards all proceeds brahma from himself sheds and shreds the universes i from myself you from yourself today the slave goes first in his chains and the voiceless and those that are without arguments and always in the wrong and the prisoner with slouched head and the suspected and insulted in rags and those whose hearts bleed silently because of what they see and the old forsaken mother and the cast-aside woman and the child and the favorless and the drunkard shall go first the mechanic today shall go before his master the bricklayer shall be saluted in the street before the architect the navy shall be accounted more than the politician and i will give the illiterate the advantage of those that read and write the scouted and the exiled and the unheard of laborers in the fields and in mines quarrymen and lime-kilners and brick-burners and makers and cleaners of drains and household drudges shall be nearest in honor the burdened of every day and the sufferers the overworked and hope forlorn and the concealers of sin and sorrow and despair shall head the procession and with them one of whom i have spoken moving unseen hither and thither side by side first with one and then with another shall resume and make all plain shall be himself the beginning and ending of it all thirty three when he descends when he comes to take dominion do you think that anything else will do do you think that he will perhaps be put off by offers sufficiently liberal and arguments do you think that he will be deeply impressed by your grave how how and it cannot be or that he will ascend into your high houses and take his ease with you and lounge smoking and looking wearily at the sky till he forgets what he has come for do you think he will pay great attention to your hat and boots or to what they write before or after your name or to what they say of you next door or will ask what church you go to or what conventicle or schism shop 
or inquire into the soundness of your investments do you think he will drive about with you in your carriages dispensing charities like an oriental prince and occasionally even say a few words to the coachman or that it will be pretense or mere kindly patronage if he prefers the coachman's company to yours do you think that perhaps he will be very bland and gentle and never be rude or coarsely dressed and that he will be highly interested in what you tell him and that he won't at a single look know all that ever you did do you suppose that he will not know which is the top and which is the bottom of things or that he will be impressed by your cleverness and smart repartees or that he will reckon you up by the number of books you have read do not deceive yourself for it is yourself that you are trying to deceive not him thirty four the magistrate sits on the bench but he does not exercise judgment the doctor dispenses medicine but he has heard no tidings of what health is the parson opens his mouth but no intelligible sound comes forth the merchant distributes evils just the same as goods do you suppose it is all for nothing that disbelief has gone out over the world that weariness has taken possession of the souls of the rich and that fatal darkness enfolds the head of wealth and education that men disbelieve in the human heart and think that the source of power is set otherwhere than in its burning glowing depths that the powers which they worship are but so many withered emblems of power dead scoria nodding and jostling over the living lava stream do you suppose it is all for nothing that the eyes of brothers avoid in the street and none sees what is before him that the heel is upon the head and earth alone regards the faces of them that are oppressed that the stones in the wintry fields are become confidence and the ground is sown with compressed thought like seeds when yet there is peace over the world as of the sea swooning away in its hollows and differences are sullen like rocks at ebb tide and brackish dismal mud-flats lie between and the sun stands motionless overhead and contempt trickles malarious and avoidance and negation and fear loom up against the sky and men cling like rotting weeds about their bases and the soul stifles for the swinging life of the waves and the breath of the wind that blows from one end of the world to the other do you suppose it means nothing that that which satisfied once satisfies now no more not till the whole round has been made but unrest and hunger are eating through men's souls that a new need gone up is more than all precedent and history shrivels before the will even if it be only of one man that the pilgrimage has begun and men are leaving their long-loved homes by thousands and the tenderest hearted are the first to sever the old ties 
that centuries of suffering have compressed thought and purpose into one till they are harder than rock so that you shall remove mountains but you shall not remove the word which has gone forth that expediency and logic expostulate in vain and man has become wholly unreasonable and is calm to drop utility into the bottomless pit and the wise cover their lights but the foolish flash theirs and are whirled away like fireflies into a thunderstorm do you suppose it means nothing when the godlike hand comes forth the awful hand sacred with the kisses of the generations of men when the hand of necessity comes forth from the cloud and covers dark the faces of them who have never known it turning them back from their ruin but stands in the clear sky beckoning bright like a pillar of fire for weary fugitives when the awful vision moves across the sky and the earth is electric under it and the grass stands stiffly and the blue thistle in the hedge is erect with meaning and men are amorous for the naked stinging touch of the world and to wrestle limb to limb with the wind and the waves when poverty and hardship smile for their espousal and fierce endurance is fused into one passion with love and the glitter of concealment is torn away and the loins are compressed and the eyes aflame with lust toward that which shall surely be born when wealth is slowly and visibly putrefying and putrefying the old order of things when the surface test is final the rainbow-colored scum and society rotting down beneath it a trick of clothing or speech metallic chink in the pocket white skin soft hands fawning and lying looks everywhere the thrust of rejection the bond of redemption nowhere the sacred gifts all violated stale and profaned men and women falling off from them listless like satiated leeches when labor is not loyal and true nor the laborers loyal and true to each other when a man has no pride in the creation of his hands nor rejoices to make it perfect when machinery is perfectly organized and human souls are hopelessly disorganized do you think all these things mean nothing thirty-five ah england ah beating beating heart no wonder you are weary weary of talk weary seeking amid the scramble amid the scramble of words and the scramble of wealth amid the fashionable the scientific the artistic the commercial the political the learned and literary scramble weary seeking 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 for a god as it ever was and will be as a thief in the night silently and where you least expect unlearned perhaps without words without arguments without influential friends or money leaning on himself alone 
without accomplishments and graces without any liniments for your old doubts or recipes for constructing new theological or philosophical systems with just the whole look of himself in his eyes the son of man shall yes shall appear in your midst o beating heart your lover and your judge shall appear he will not bring a new revelation he will not at first make any reply to the eager questions about death and immortality he will present no stainless perfection but he will do better he will present something absolute primal the living rock something necessary and at first hand and men will cling to him therefore he will restore the true balance he will not condemn but he will be absolute in himself he will be the terrible judge to whom everyone will run he will be the lover and the judge in one the son of man ponder well these words after all i cannot explain them it is impossible to explain that which is itself initial and elementary you will look a thousand times before you see that which you are looking for it is so simple not science o beating heart nor theology nor wrappings nor philanthropy nor high acrobatic philosophy but the son and so equally the daughter of man thirty six i hear the sound of the whetting of sighs the beautiful grass stands tall in the meadows mixed with sorrel and buttercups the steamships move on across the sea leaving trails of distant smoke i see the tall white cliffs of albion i smell the smell of the new-mown grass the waft of the thought of death the white fleeces of the clouds move on in the everlasting blue with the dashing and the spray of waves below it comes and recedes again and comes nearer out of the waves and the tall white cliffs and the clouds and the grass end of section five